of the living geek. Episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live. We're going to preview the Elimination Chamber, and we're going to take some questions from Twitter and Facebook. My name is John, and joining me as always is the Brian Pillman to my Steve Austin, Marianne. You have not used that one, but I really like it. Thank you. The Hollywood Blondes. Yes. Confirmed greatest theme music of all time. Really? Uh, In my opinion, yes. In your opinion? It is great. Uh, I'll post it in the show notes, and I will send it to you. Good. So what's going on? There's a giant crack on my screen. I mean, I knew there was a crack, but for some reason, it's just really showing. Oh, no. Oh no! That's not good. How are you besides the giant crack? Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, I have another my I have my third dentist appointment tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. Which uh, what what are we on here? Like which the bottom one? half of my mouth. So, but okay. I don't know what side we're doing. Probably oh. the right side. I don't know. But the top's done. I still can't eat like tougher thing. It sucks. But um. Other than that, like I have the dentist and I've just been working a lot. I've been doing a lot of, I go up and I visit my grandfather and then we just, I just sit with him and talk and we videotape it because, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's super funny. dude. I feel like we had talked about. Yeah, he, he, it's just him sitting and talking for like an hour and a half and Mm -hmm. it's just like he could go on forever, but he's got such interesting stories and there's that and I'm still trying to freaking land a PWG ticket still. Oh boy. Even the people that we know that are regulars yeah. couldn't land tickets, which is like such a fucking shame. But I like obviously like need to be there, man. Well, but you, I'm going down there anyways. I'm going to hang out with Ernesto. You got a little bit of time. Yeah, I'm hanging out with Ernesto, who's uh, Lucha Vavum. Yeah, I know two people at Lucha Vavum right now, and I'm I'm pretty jealous. I didn't even know it was a show, and somebody was like, hey, I'm going to this tonight, and I you was didn't, like, wait, what? what? You haven't heard of it? No, I didn't oh. know there was a show tonight. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're running today and tomorrow. Yeah. And um, apparently Dan Harmon is doing stand-up there. What? Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge community fan, so I was like, god damn. But um, I guess we should talk about the programs, huh? Yeah, we should probably do that. All right, fine. If yes. we have to. <laughs> okay, so Monday Night Raw. I would I would like to start off by saying I think I enjoyed Monday Night Raw the most this week. Really? Yeah. I was so bored by Monday Night Raw, and I'm not even sure. Uh, we're, we'll go over it right yeah. now. Yeah. And but we will check my notes here to see. But I feel like I enjoyed Monday Night Raw. A little bit more than SmackDown. I feel like I was forcing myself to... Well, obviously, I was forcing myself to watch it because it's not the A show. But I I felt like it was so predictable and it was just boring for me. Like... Oh, you know what? I'm looking at this now and never mind. <laughs> I liked SmackDown a little more. Okay. I was going to say, are you kidding me? Like looking at the... Yeah. I'm just looking at my notes right now and yeah, we'll, we'll get to a part where yeah. you will just have to cover just because I um, forgot to watch it. Okay. Anyway, 
So we start the night off with um, a dejected McFoley with Stephanie McMahon, uh, the wet blanket McFoley, just being like, well, here's Samoa Joe. McFoley channeling his inner Marianne. And here comes Suit Moa Joe. <laughs> suit Moa Joe. Here he comes in his suit. Do we have an episode title already? Oh, no. uh, yes, we do. Basically. Okay. <laughs> So Suit Moa Joe comes out. I'm so pissed I did not think of that joke. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I thought of it. I was like, I'm so funny. <laughs> so he comes out and he's like, hey, McFoley, fuck you. Triple H is the one that got me here, even though you were such a big fan of me, apparently, which is true because there was rumors like before Samoa Joe signed with TNA that McFoley was like, you need WWE, you need to sign him. He's great. And this was like in 2003 or four or something like that. Mick Foley's great like that. Maybe even later. might have been 2006. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It uh, it was a thing that occurred. Remember uh, when he helped him dance find a doctor? Yes, I do. Bless you, Mick Foley. You saved my hubby. Anyways, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so <laughs> Samoa Joe says, hey, uh, fuck you guys. Monday Night Raw roster, you guys suck. I'm going to punch you all. And Roman Reigns comes out. This is after he signs the contract. Roman Reigns with that a huge pop when he threatened yeah. Samoa Joe. And I went, what right? is going on? I have no idea. It's ba- Everything's backwards in Portland. So Roman Reigns says, and I had a feeling like as soon as Samoa Joe signed the contract, I'm like, he's going to say something about when he signs the contract, his ass is going to be his. And he said something to that effect. And then McFoley said, I still make the matches and I'm still a wet blanket, but here we're going to have Samoa Joe versus Samoa Joe. I mean, versus Roman Reigns because his name's Joe. And I know. He's Samoan, I know. That fun. was really good. And it's funny. Samoa that was, Joe that was versus so good. Samoa Joe. And I went, holy moly. It's like you're playing a video game. Yeah. <laughs> they can't face each other. It's this like Mario no and Wario. Yes. <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Basically. <laughs> so that's the main event. And I said, holy moly. I hope this match doesn't get ruined by anything. Actually, it's just like Mario and Wario because everybody it's like Mario is like the face, but nobody ever wants to play as Mario. Everyone wants to be. Freaking the evil Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi. Or Wario. <laughs> Who's the Wario of the Monday Night Raw roster? Who's the Wario? I, I assume <laughs> it would be Kevin Owens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? And Waluigi would be Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Yoshi? The Yoshi of Monday Night Raw. Um, see, I would normally say Sami Zayn, but he's friends with Mario. Oh, wait, who's Mario in this situation? Roman oh, it's Reigns? Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, Yoshi is Seth Rollins. <laughs> I guess. <yeah. laughs> that makes sense. I Now I have to figure out who... Who's Princess Peach? Cesaro. Who's the shittiest one that nobody ever wants to play as that's obviously Seamus? I'd say Luigi. <laughs> Luigi or like a Koopa. Like, <laughs> Who's Bowser? See, it's hard because... Oh, Bowser is definitely Braun. Braun. 
For sure. For sure. Oh, my God. Uh, I had fun with that segue thing that we had. That yes, tangent. That was, that was fun. <laughs> uh, we had a Bailey-Nia Jax match that I kind of just... I'm digging the black Bailey shirt, though. Yeah. Very cool. I just wish I was an actual hugger. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about Don't Nia... Don't you have that shirt? I do, but in purple. I oh. hardly ever wear it, though. There's the thing about Nia Jax is I, Jax is I really want to like her as a wrestler because I like her as a person. Because she seems so sweet and supportive of all of her coworkers. If you see her yeah. on like social media and stuff, she just seems so cool. And that really shouldn't be a factor in whom I'm a fan of. But I can't help but take into account a person's moral character and actual personality when I choose who I'm going to like. It's why I love Renee so much. Right. And I like habitually will search for redeeming qualities in people that I like to make myself a fan of that person. And some people... <coughs> breakfast don't have redeeming qualities. Yeah, he does. He has a sweet shirt that I own. <laughs> Sparkle Wolf. Hashtag Sparkle Wolf. Sparkle Wolf. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's it. I'm just I'm just saying that I want to be a fan of her, but that's, that's at fine. the moment I'm not. Just like um, at all. She's still pretty green. She's still learning a lot. And she also wears green. And she also does wear green. <laughs> so just give her a little bit of time. I think she's she's getting there. There it, Think of her almost as the women's division's Braun Strowman, where Braun... I feel like that's what she's supposed to be. Where Braun came up and it was like, uh, what? Like, What why if her is this entrance music here? was just jazz? <laughs> I wish it was. And it was the same exact music. That would be amazing. No, but... Just think of her like that way. Like Braun, they like Braun was in NXT. He wasn't even, I don't even think he was on NXT. He just showed up as a part of the Wyatt family and just beat the shit out of dudes just because he was, he was bigger than everybody else and he looked different. So they're doing that with Nia right now where he's also got a cool personality outside of. Yes, he does. Yes. So it's, it's almost like I I would just think of her that way for right now. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Actually. It's a really good way of putting it as where she may not be like a great wrestler right now. Oh no, she's got awful, but I don't, I don't think she's got awful. Oh, she's not Ava Marie. It, yeah. Or Dana, what happened to Dana Brooke? That is a very good question. Because she's no bad. I have no idea where she is. Um, I would say she's above above some of those people we just mentioned. So I don't think she's like the shits, but I... She has some really good moves. Yeah. what's She does one that's really... Uh, is it a jackhammer? I think she might do the jackhammer. And it's really good. She does one that's like perfect so she's getting there just give her a little bit of time yeah she'll be fine and speaking of Braun, we had Braun taking on four random dudes i just called them the planeteers <laughs> yes without the rings without the rings yeah uh they they promptly got the shit kicked out of them Braun goes that was to just the an back. embarrassing looking yes it, w- it was indeed Braun goes to the back and looks for foley and foley says fine you want competition you're gonna face roman reigns at fast lane bye and Braun seems pretty happy about that. We then had the raw debut of Akira Tozawa taking on the Legal Eagle. The Regal Beagle. The Trailblazer. I feel like we forgot one. Regal like Le- Legal Eagle, Regal Beagle, Trailblazer, Game Changer. First time, long time. Drew 
Gulak. Gulak. Um, <laughs> and this was a very fun match. It was. I had a good time watching My it. My question for you is what noises doesn't Tazawa make? Okay, I love it. At first, I was kind of like, oh boy, he's going to be the guy who makes noises. But people in crowds like to make noises. And they were just making the same noises as him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, good. This is the 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 zoo animal noises. It, Tazawa. I mean, if it's something that people will remember, I, yeah. I rem- I'll remember. Well, I, I've known who Tuzawa is for a while. Mm-hmm. But just like, I will remember if I'm a fan and I go, oh, it's the guy that made the ha noise. Yeah. A bunch of times and then kick the shit out of people and dude his german suplex is just beautiful i just remember him as being one of ricochet's best friends ricochet's like favorite person in the world wrestle live tozawa or no i saw uha and ricochet okay are you talking about the wrestlemania weekend no i'm talking about one of the pwgs you went to no 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 tozawa was not at one of those sadly oh well Oh, Vel. Fun match. Tozawa wins with the snap German suplex. He did a shining wizard and it was shiny. He did. It wasn't the shiniest wizard. It, he is you know not what? Nixon Newell. I forgot to. So funny story is I have a playlist at work and I have some wrestling theme songs on there. Is Bewitched on there? And Bewitched is on there. Yes. And when I first started, <laughs> I it came on and I didn't say anything. And I just waited to see if anyone was going to say anything. And my boss said, John, you need to change this right now. And we got a minute and five seconds into the song. And you weren't going to say anything and you were waiting. And I posted it on on my uh, on my Instagram and I tagged her in it. And I said, we got through a minute and five before I was told to change it. <laughs> and she replied, I can't remember what she said. I'll link the post in the show notes i love her i really want a nixon newell shirt so i forgot to update her that i put it back on the mix i Uh took it off and i put it back on and we got 50 seconds longer before i was told to turn it off (laughs) so we almost made it through the entire song nixon i'm sorry well maybe one day we will we'll get through i adore her i think she's one of my she's one of my favorite female wrestlers i think like easily top five, I can't even think of who my top five are, but she's definitely up there. I really yeah, enjoy she's her. She's super good. Yeah, and I guess she should be coming over soon. Too. Yeah, I think she just she just came back from Japan. I think she side with WWE. I can't remember. Who knows? Because eh. she's yeah. Where were we? We were <laughs> tangent cast. We were yeah. at the in ring segment with Jericho. Oh, or yes. Jericho. So Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho come out. They are just, you know, bantering about stuff. And then Goldberg's music hits. And he took longer than The Undertaker to get to the ring somehow. That's, that's what happens. Taking his sweet ass time. He at least was kind of walking fast. Yeah. Like The Undertaker. I wonder, I wonder, we should time an Undertaker entrance with a Goldberg wow. entrance side by side. And see, okay, I was going to say, we've timed Undertaker entrances, and they've been obscenely long. They've been like five minutes. Yeah, it's disgusting. So we'll um, see. But yeah, he was taking his sweet ass time. Jericho was wearing red pants. Yes, he was. Um, oh, uh, oh, I those forgot. Those are greatest Chris Jericho of put, all time. Chris Jericho put Tom Brady on the list. Good. Which I thought was great. And yes, as he should, as he should have. And he did. So Goldberg comes out and he actually puts himself on the list. 
Which is not allowed. Which is not allowed. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. And that, and then Jericho probably crossed it off all angrily and childlike, and then wrote it in his own handwriting, and probably spelled it wrong because he crossed it off before and forgot. He used to call him Greenberg in WCW. Oh, that's definitely what he wrote on there, Greenberg. <laughs> so it kind of breaks down a little bit to where Goldberg challenges Owens to a match for his Universal Championship, and the match is accepted by Jericho. And That's not how friendships work. This Jericho. is this is a match we're getting at Fastlane for the Universal Championship. Kevin Owens versus Bill Goldberg and I was talking to Kyle about this upstairs and if this match is any longer than the Brock Lesnar match, it doesn't work. Because Brock Lesnar... Yeah, I'm staring at him like, explain yourself. Because Brock Lesnar is the beast, you know, he, all this stuff, all of his, you know, accolades and stuff like that. He is supposed to be above someone like a Kevin Owens. So if he's built up to be someone bigger than, you know, bigger than life. And if Goldberg can beat Brock... It, like it's nothing it it should be this it needs to be the but same that being thing. said kevin owens is not going to lose the title though is he <laughs> i think he's going to lose the title and there's a couple of ways they could do it they could do the the aj aj lee um daniel bryan angle where um jericho comes out with owens and goes and he hugs him on the like he hugs him on the on the on the ramp not the ramp the fucking god damn it what the fuck is the thing they fight in called the ring the ring apron he I was not gonna I was not about to help you damn ring apron <laughs> and Owens turns around and gets speared and jackhammered and loses immediately thus Kevin blames Jericho for distracting him and then but what we get about that their, their friend festival the friend festival is this week it's before Fastlane the friend festival all be for not. The Friend Festival will be fine. <laughs> or you could do, I don't know how you would do this, to where you have Brock Lesnar help Goldberg win and then be, oh, how convenient. You're the champion now. Oh, man, that's awesome. Because now you have to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for that title. Something like that. Who I knows? assume it will be the former, I believe is what it is. The phrasing is. Yes. The former. The first one. Anyway, we had uh, Cesaro and Sheamus uh, taking on the club for the Raw Tag Team Championships. With Enzo and Cass ringside for some bizarre reason. Yeah, they were just hanging out at ringside, which... All right, I guess that's fine. I went, oh, I know what's going to happen. What is the point of this match? Like Enzo got laid the fuck out. Again. I thought he was legit, like, knocked out. It was very, he very good on his part, but he got laid out. I still cannot get over Cesaro and Sheamus' entrance. I love it. I love it. Remember when people didn't give a shit about Cesaro? Uh, Yes. Remember when people still don't give a shit about Seamus? Uh, yes. 
Smash was good all times. right, except for the good DQ. Times. I thought that was a little meh, but... Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? This was a pointless match. Like, it was just so weird and... I don't know what they're building up to. I don't either. It was upsetting. I guess we will find out. Uh, we had the New Day versus the Shining Stars, and I, man, I did not watch this match. They joked about making an ice cream, and I shouted yes. at the TV, I fucking made that joke forever ago do you remember i said it on this podcast like forever ago and i was oh, like they man. should before they did bootios i was like they should do a fucking ice cream you need to go now back they're doing the ice cream through the archives what kind of ice cream oh I, I didn't even know i was like they should do a ben and jerry's ice cream for sure i i'm feeling like i would be very down with yeah so ben and jerry's would be super cool see that I, that's immediately what i thought of when they started like doing all these like merch i was like they have yeah. to have a ben and jerry's ice cream and then they went to the bootios and i went oh, ben and jerry's ice cream and now they're doing an ice cream and i went finally i but- feel like if i was to if i was to want a new day ice cream i would say you'd have to have crunch berries in it see that's the thing it would have to have like something in it but what would its base be i'm thinking like it has to be you know that I feel like it has to have like marshmallows or something in it. Not a not the rainbow sherbet, but you know that one that's like blue and purple. Oh, you're talking about the 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 oh. It's a sherbet. It's the one that they have at Baskin Robbins. Yeah, wild and reckless. Yes, so that need it needs to be that kind of a it's color the apple base. one. Yeah, it needs to be that kind of yeah. a color base at least, and then what you think it should have. Some sort. It should, I guess it should just have pieces of Budio's cereal in it. That, or you could have it have the little like because you know how they have the watermelon ice cream with the little pieces of like the seeds or little candies. Yes, you could do that too. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm sure they are secretly working on an ice cream. I'm sure. Sh- oh, for sure, sh- it better be a sherbet. I, it would be great if they could team up sherbet. with Ben and Jerry's. That would be fucking amazing. That'd I be love. They they don't have enough sherbets. Sherbets. Sorbet. Even sorbets are my favorite. Sorbet. 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 <laughs> How great was Corey joking about the ingredients of Budios because they were in Portland? Okay. He was okay. He was on one with his jo- well, not his port I didn't really hear his Portland jokes, but during two two oh five live He was fucking on it. Freaking he did a Chris Cornell. He did a lot of references. Yeah. He was like all right, Maro, I see your references and raise you. <laughs> um, no, I did not hear what were what did he, what did he, he just say? said. Like everybody in Portland's going to be checking the ingredients on those bootios, make sure they're like gluten free or something like that. I was like, oh my fucking god, Corey. Yep, Corey, Corey. <laughs> and I and then I said after that, remember when the New Day feuded with the vaudevillains? Oh my, but that okay, that was great though. That was great because. They built a time machine. They built a time machine. And, and he was like, this is Kofi not came, a refrigerator box. <laughs> and, and Kofi came out of it as old Kofi with this <laughs> old SOS music. That was fucking hysterical. That was good shit. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, villains. We had Sami Zayn taking on Chris Jericho for the United States. Rewind. I was thinking when this, this match happened the new day and the shining stars and then like the Sheamus and Cesaro like all of those tag teams it was kind of like weirdly you didn't know where they were going with it and to me it really showed how weak raw is when it comes to tag teams but then again Smackdown has so many that they don't even know what to do with them and that's almost a hindrance but raw doesn't have they don't have 
a well-balanced group of tag teams. Well, let's see. Who do they have? They have the New Day. They have the Shining Stars. They have Enzo and Cass. Uh, they have the club. They have Cesaro and Sheamus. And is that it? They have five teams. I feel like that's it. Am I missing someone? Somebody's like shouting at their computer or their phone. I can't think of another team. Either that they see have. that if you if we're forgetting one, that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Is that they just don't like That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, and then you look at SmackDown, which is literally more than they're all tag teams. SmackDown is like the tag team show. Which is fine. I I mean if anything, but the 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 bad thing about the SmackDown teams is there's only two teams that are faces and everyone else are bad guys. Because nobody knows how to feel about the other people, so they have to make them bad guys. True. Wait, who's the... Well, we, we'll the faces this. are Heath Slater, right? Heath Slater and Rhino American and American Alpha. Alpha. That's it, because hype bros are gone right now. Yeah. And that's it. And I feel like people like the Usos. Oh, yeah. New Nasty and Usos are still faces. In some people's hearts, yes, but they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be, but they're not. I don't know. They don't show them. And we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to SmackDown. We're we're almost there. Okay. So Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho for the United States Championship. I thought last week's match was better. I everything about Raw has been predictable as fuck. And we had KO helping Jericho with the super kick for the win. Yeah. And um. I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I caught up to Raw before my DVR was finished, and I was like, oh, I'll watch the rest of Raw later. And I did watch the rest of Raw, but I might have accidentally skipped the cruiserweight stuff. Uh, so, oh man, Marianne, you're uh, going to have to oh my uh, God. Okay. take the wheel I here. Okay, so it was a 205 Live segment, segment, and then it went into a match, but it was a segment first involving... It was just Austin Aries interviewing Neville, right? right? And then it was a giant interrupty fest with literally everybody. So like everyone kept coming out as Austin read, Aries. I did read Austin that. Aries was like trying to interview Neville and then everyone kept coming out to say like their piece. And then I started, I was dying when Noam Dar. You just made the list. So cute. He came out and he said Neville and I lost my mind because he looks so much like Matthew Lewis from Harry Potter that it was just really surreal to me to oh. hear him say Neville. But literally everyone was coming out and my favorite quote was just Austin Aries was verbally getting more and more annoyed as it was going on. And then Tony Nese's music hit and he went, oh, look, here comes Tony's abs. <laughs> 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 and then I thought to myself... To be honest, Tony Nese's abs aren't even that great. Wow, shoot week. They're not. No. But it turned into like a, a three on three or a four on four. I don't even know what was going on. I was too busy watching Noam Dar, to be honest. You um, just made the list. <laughs> and as like Austin Aries was like so disgruntled and annoyed when he got back to the commentary table when they were like all fighting. And it was a right. three on three. On, I can't even remember what it was because there was just so much going on in the ring at once. Like, so much. I just remember that I was upset that they didn't play enough of TJP's theme because I love it so much. But I think my favorite quote of, like, the entire everything was just they were talking about Tony Nese's physique or something. And, of course, Austin Aries can't find anything nice to say about Tony Nese except for his abs. And then Corey, or Michael Cole said something, and he said, Michael Cole, Michael Cole has a body like a bag of milk. <laughs> oh, my God. 
like a bag of milk. <laughs> That's gross. Was, I don't even know what he meant, but it's so. Oh my god! <laughs> a bag of milk. Oh my god! I don't. That's all. I, oh my god! I think soup Moa Joe and a bag of milk. <laughs> I was like, what made him like, and I think Michael Cole like didn't even have anything to say, but you could, you could hear what his face probably looked like. It was, it was so funny. That's great. But yeah, you caught up right after that, right? So you saw the main event. I did indeed see the main event of Samoa Joe without his suit. I went main event, I hope, because I was so over raw. (laughs) Taking on Roman Reigns. I, I enjoyed this match. This is a fresh matchup. Watch these two dudes beat the shit out of each other. His elbow drop is fucking brutal looking. It's the that's the Muta elbow. Do you remember when we talked? I think we had an episode title where we talked about Samoa Joe being deceptively aerodynamic. We may have. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back. He has this way of doing his sentons and like his elbow drops where he'll go up and like everything slows down and he like floats a little bit and then yeah. he just goes and then time speeds up and I'm yes. like, what the fuck happened? But other than that, Samoa Joe like totally does not interest me. Like his wow. gimmick is supposed to be intimidating. <laughs> suit Moa Joe. What um, about suit Moa Joe? <laughs> His gimmick is supposed to be that he's intimidating and like I'm not scared of him at all. Like at all. Like even if I faced him in real life, like he doesn't he doesn't intimidate me. Like there's nothing about him that's scary. Like to, nothing. To me, this is WWE's second chance at Taz. So when they signed Taz and Taz came on, he was supposed to be like this big well, he wasn't big. He's supposed to be this brooding just kick-ass dude who just didn't take shit from anybody and it failed Samoa Joe doesn't doesn't do it doesn't take shit from everyone he just I don't I don't even understand Samoa Joe I don't and and it's 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 weird because I'll look at him and I'm like okay he's supposed to be intimidating and stuff but there's just something about him where he just doesn't intimidate me like I can't even trick myself into being scared of Samoa Joe all right. Anyways, but now do you think now that he's on the main roster, I know for a fact that Dean Ambrose really wants to wrestle Samoa Joe. Do you think that would happen in a pay-per-view anywhere in the future at all? He like really wants to wrestle him. That's like the one person. Well, he's contracted to Raw, so I'm not really sure how that would work. Like any time, maybe Survivor Series. Would yeah, be he just one. like really wants to wrestle Samoa Joe. I remember reading that and going, "Oh man, I would actually really want to I see that." I think that'd be very cool, but right now, yeah, nope, but nope. We will see. Uh, Samoa Joe wins via distraction by Braun. He uses the Yuranagi as his finisher. I guess for now, at least I hope we didn't shy away from the muscle buster. That would be sad for me at least, but I guess I understand why. And that was, um, that was raw. Oh, we forgot to mention the, the hug between suit Moa Joe and Steph Steph at the beginning. I, I thought that was the funniest shit ever where I didn't even notice and hugs her. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, just that's and everyone was like, boo. Stephanie's Perfect. face as Mick was talking was so funny. Oh, my God. She wanted to kill him. She was like, what is fucking wrong with you? Like, so Smackdown Live 
opens with uh, D. Bryan. Obviously, because they're in Washington. In the hometown, one, almost one year to the day of his retirement. Yeah, well, he's from Aberdeen, but Washington in general. Washington, yeah. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan comes out and he says, wow, you know, like it's been one year. Here's this whole thing. And then The Miz comes out. With his giant zipper. Did you see how big his zipper was? It was huge. It was fucking huge. And The Miz comes out and he says. Fit for a giant Miz. Fit for. All hero. And he, he comes out and he says some stuff about how he he's wrestling or something. I don't know. And then Daniel Bryan says, to be fair, not being able to wrestle never stopped you from getting in yes. the ring. And I went, burn. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> my, oh my goodness. God. Miz has this habit of just walking into vicious, vicious burns. Have you seen him get like roasted by seth rollins on up up down down no oh my fucking god (laughs) oh my god it's so funny he walks right into him like all the time Uh, i i'm sure he does it sounds like something that would happen to him yeah i sympathize (laughs) and like everybody i guess it was like miz came in and then big 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 mustache breakfast big fucking banter comes in and says shut up miz (laughs) and i was like that's funny, I guess, because people started cheering him, and I was like, this is strange. It was strange. Also, he has, like, the ghost of a mustache. Yes, that was strange, too. He needs to get rid of that. I don't I don't enjoy it. It's. I don't him. enjoy I'll just him, him in general. I'll, um, I'll shoot him a text. But he came out, and then Dean, Dean okay. came out, and I went, I don't feel bad. I, I mean, <laughs> this is not me feeling bad for Big Breakfast, but he's in there with two dudes who spit hot fucking fire on the mic. Dean Ambrose was killing it. He comes out and he goes, Miz, you look like a shoe. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he does look and like a shoe. And then he came shoe. in and said, you stole the motorcycle sound from my entrance music. <laughs> I cried. I literally cried. I was like, this is the greatest thing to ever happen to us right now. Is just like... He's so funny. Dean roasting people. Because you know he's just doing it off the top of his head. And he's done better. He's definitely done better where he sounds more natural. But you stole the motorcycle sound from my entrance music. I fucking lost it. It was so good. He was just like... He was dishing him the attitude that breakfast needs to hear. Like, because he's just, just shit attitude. But Dean Ambrose was like, okay, dude, we've all been around here... Like, you have not been there, we have, kind of thing. But Miz was so fucking hysterical. It was good stuff. And then we all decided we did not want none, and AJ Styles came out. (laughs) AJ Styles would be, like, telling people to shut up that we're chanting for him. (laughs) He would be the one person that would do that. So he tells everybody to shut up, and then Daniel Bryan says... Let's have a four-way match. And I went, ooh, I am very down for this. Yeah. And the match itself was, I thought, pretty good. Yes, I watched a big breakfast match. Sorry, it won't happen again. I, f- I am shocked. All hail. Well, big first of all, breakfast. it involved it involved Dean Ambrose. Yes. And Miz. All hail. Yes. Um, but I love Dean, but I like I said, his jokes seem so forced lately. They're so funny, Those though. Those two were great. Miz, I didn't think they were forced. Miz, well, Miz just is amazing to work off of. And I think we had talked about this quite a while ago when um, somebody did an interview with Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Where he was talking about how Miz was the one that he really liked working with because yeah. he was the one that would banter right back and wanted a challenge. And yes. I'm like, that's what makes Miz and 
like Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose people with a lot of charisma. He works really well with those type of people because they both have the same kind of energy. And so they they give positively to each other. Yeah. Because those otherwise, you know, but like even though yeah i watched a big breakfast uh, match i will squash my beef with big breakfast when he stops being a brat oh, and well, then starts re- and happen. starts respecting his craft that pays him which we know he does not well if you read the first chapter of my sparkle wolf fanfic then you will see that he doesn't no i'm just kidding that will never happen <laughs> please do not cut that out of the audio that is sparkle staying wolf. in the fucking <laughs> that is staying in the fucking podcast oh, it's staying there i just dubbed this match the one where aj falls on his face a lot dude okay I, one of the only notes i have is aj styles bumps like a crazy person as always he was just like honestly he was falling on his face like left and right yeah when dean blocked the phenomenal forearm and i was like oh my god aj it's smack down save it for sunday do what are you doing but there were so many schoolboy roll-ups and i was like they need to stop one is quite enough thank you but watching that match was really good yeah even for big breakfast who won i believe yeah he did whatever he beat aj styles but he didn't beat dean but he pinned aj styles who main evented the tokyo dome my God, big breakfast. He just had the biggest breakfast of all time that morning and then just went on to win a match. I wonder if he drinks full juice coffee. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't drink coffee. Because he's a piece of shit. Whoa, um, calm Dean, down. what I noticed, especially in this match. <laughs> he's a piece of shit because he doesn't drink coffee. I can't How drink you... coffee. Well, okay. So are you, <laughs> did you just call yourself a piece of shit? Oh, I never denied that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not cutting that out either. <laughs> Dean, what I noticed, especially in this match, he always wrestles with, and I'm pretty sure you can agree with me on this one. He always wrestles with so much hesitance, and it's a shame. Like, he, he always stops himself just short of actually completing a move. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, he's hesitant, so. and it sucks because he's actually really very good. Because I've watched, I have a fairly large collection of pre WWE Dean Ambrose matches. You? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up shut up but he's so good and i'm like oh he's just holding it back just a little bit and it's like it's almost makes him bad because he doesn't go all the way through he just seems so hesitant and i'm just like just kill someone dean (laughs) he can't just do it okay he just can't well he's holding back that's never mind never mind we just this can we just skip the natty and nikki segment but before we skip the natty and nikki segment um we found out that luke harper enjoys lights Luke Harper talked. And he also talked, yes. And I was very pleased. Um, I didn't watch that split screen, but it kind of seemed like if we just want a quick rundown of it, it seemed like Nikki was brought in for an interview and then we Brady bunched it with Oh, <laughs> Brady in. bunched it? Yeah, you did. Or they did. And you probably just looked at my snap where it said, I don't have enough alcohol for this. I did see that, yes. So I, I thought you were watching it, and then I, I was, like, I was, I was watching it, I was like, but I was it. mostly just paying attention to my alcohol and playing solitaire on my phone because Fair. that's how much I care about Natalia. Fair enough. We had um, Dolph Ziggler taking on Apollo Cruz, and I said to myself, "Why isn't this on the pay per view on Sunday?" More on that later. First of all, when the crowd is chanting one more time, 
while a wrestler who is supposed to be a face is getting hit with a chair is not a good sign. I have a couple of uh, notes here. Um, I loved Maro claiming that they were friends. Like, you know, someone fed that line to him. Like, yeah. I never saw Apollo Crews and Ziggler in storyline friendship before this. I just want to watch, like, Maro's face when he says things that you know he like you know that he's probably reading it and his face says confused but his voice doesn't he's like whatever <laughs> okay um <laughs> apollo wins there was such a disappointingly quick match but yeah. at the same time like Dolph Ziggler can what he's nice to look at i will say that He's no you Ryan. You just made the list. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll just I'll do that. But not when his hair is like oh. braided, like he just got back from fucking. Oh yeah. Like those were good times. Cabo, or something. Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> My goodness. So um, I, I had one more note. Can JBL pick a fucking side? No. Like two weeks ago, he hates. Dolph Ziggler. He has to. He has to hate who whoever. He doesn't. He doesn't care for what Dolph Ziggler did to Jerry Lawler, his friend, and he's kind of been like, "Oh, Morrow, I don't like this guy." And now he's like, "Oh, well, Kalisto shouldn't be here." Because he probably realized, "Oh, this guy's a heel, so I have to constantly go against a heel side." So that's probably his bad. I don't know. It was kind of mind numbing. I was like, "All right, I'm out." So, well, I was just, I'm out when this match started. So, <laughs> so Kalisto comes out and gets the shit kicked out of him. Because it's Kalisto, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we had, and I almost skipped this, but one of the people I follow on Twitter said, no, you have to watch it. And I went, the do contract I really signing? have to watch this? I really don't want to watch a contract signing. And he said, no, you have to. It's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. And I was like, fine, I'll except, watch it. Except that Mickey James doesn't know what cosplay is. No, she doesn't. I was like, I, I I heard her say that, and I was like, bitch, seriously? Like, that was, I if I was her, I'd be like, uh, mm, mm. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, it's a dual contract signing She's between, just as bad as at insults as Alexa is. Between Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Mickey James. You just made the list. Naomi and Becky Lynch. Now, um, Mickey tells Renee to take a walk, and I was like, oh, my God, you're going to unmake the list right now. But I said... Everybody's mean to Renee all the time. I don't like it. I don't like it. I fucking hate it. It's annoying. Everybody's mean to her, and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, so we, They're mean because she's smarter than them. It's true. Don't worry. She probably has a real list that she's actually making, and she's going to exact her revenge on everyone. Yeah, and be like, first of all, Mickey James, this is what cosplay is, and this is why your insults are fucking terrible. So I understand you're psychotic, but... Speaking of that, listening <laughs> to Mickey James talk, I feel like some people don't get... Like, some people who ha who just started watching wrestling a little while ago, I'm not saying you, Marianne. I'm just no, saying, I knew, because I knew ahead of time. I'm just saying in general. Um, I feel like people don't get what Mickey James is gimmick was when she was first in wwe so people were like why is she saying this it makes absolutely no sense it's because when mickey james was first in wwe she was a psychopath who was obsessed with tristratus 
and the idea that she wanted to be Tristratus. So if we go off that, maybe she still thinks she is, you know, a Hall of Famer Tristratus. And that's why she's like, you just want to be, you just want to ruin my legacy. You just want to do this. She's completely insane. And that's why I'm, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this for now. How great was Naomi kicking Alexa in the face? It was great. I absolutely loved it. I made a gif of it because there was one that somebody made, but it was in slow motion. And when it was in slow motion, you could see Alexa bring her arm up to block it and you could see Naomi hit her leg. And so I made one and I went, Hood Naomi is fucking everything we needed and more. It was great. She's fucking great. I really enjoyed this and I didn't think I would at all because I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch a contract. She's, I'm all snatch you bald. And I went, please do. Please don't Naomi. Oh, my God. Gosh. But her Alexa saying that she had toxic orange dye. I was like, oh, that's at least it's real dye, not Kool-Aid dipped in Kool-Aid. It's adorable. What are you no, about? it's not. It's trashy. It's it's Kool-Aid tips. It's, it's trash that is made of candy that is not actually trash okay john dig yourself a hole (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) sparkle wolf (laughs) the one true bearing (laughs) sparkle wolf who made that up richard i was talking to him and he he put sparkle wolf and i just cried That's so good. There you go, Richard. You get credit for Sparkle oh. Wolf. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Match three. <laughs> Match three. Um, American oh. Alpha versus everyone in their all, mother. All the tag teams match. Yeah. That's what I have. Or something like that. Um, I think this match was just... It showed that they have a fuck ton of tag teams. I think the most important thing to take away from this match is the fact that Brizongo actually got more than a minute of TV time. Agreed. I um. Also, I the Ascension actually the does Ascension stuff. The Ascension won. I, I went weird. They got the Who pinfall. knew? <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? This is so strange. But yeah. Everybody's chanting, we want Rhino. Yes. Confirming that Heath Slater and Rhino are still over with the peace. Heath Slater is will be over like forever for a very long time. Kind of like Damian Sandell. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we had John Cena taking on Randy Orton. I kind of panned through this match a little Same. bit because I had a lot to do. I liked the ending. Yeah, Harper destroys Bray at the yeah, end. Yeah, he came out and I was like. You thought that he was going to listen to him, and then he just discus clotheslined him, and I went, you go, Luke Harper, in you go, Glen Coco voice. So now... It, Two for you, Glen Coco. You would, go, Glen Coco. It would appear as if Luke Harper is on his own. Which he had so hinted at earlier. We will see what's what's going to happen with, with him. I don't know what you do with him now, but... Oh, he'll probably fight... Randy Orton at oh that's what he's I think he fights Randy Orton yeah he fights Randy Orton on Sunday that's right we'll get to that in a in a minute here you go Luke Harper should we preview Elimination Chamber first or should we go to 205 Live I guess we can preview Elimination Chamber first all right so the Elimination Chamber is this Sunday and um we have the Spinal Tap pay-per-view yes these go to 11 
None more black. None more black. <laughs> so the elimination chamber, it, and I, I think the the one thing I want to take away from this is we have three women's singles matches on this show, and that makes me very happy. That's really one thing I would like everything or everyone to take away from this. Yeah, is that that is super cool that we have somehow have three separate storylines involving the ladies of SmackDown, which is and awesome. none of them are primarily you're a bitch. I mean, they are, but they're yeah, deeper they than are, that, but they're a little deeper. Yeah, they're yeah. deeper than that for sure. So we have Randy Orton taking on Luke Harper. I think this should be a very good match. And I, Luke Harper. Yes, and also, we forgot that Randy Orton we, was good. We did forget that he was good. <laughs> and he's so good, he is most definitely going to win this match and take that into WrestleMania. That momentum. We have Apollo Crew. This is the weirdest match. And yes, I understand what I'm saying. It's Apollo Crews and Kalisto taking on Dolph Ziggler in a handicap match. Now, handicap matches... That's hardly a handicap match. I agree. Handicap matches are usually reserved for, like, uh, someone gets hurt backstage and they're forced to fight a handicap match. Or Braun Strowman versus two guys. Or Big Show versus three guys. Or Mark Henry versus two guys. This is just... These Dolph just Ziggler three... versus one and a half guys. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, in all logic, there's no way that Apollo Crews and Kalisto should lose this match. But they will. But they will, yes, of course. We have Mickey James taking on Becky Lynch. I think this is going to be a great match. Yeah, it should be. Uh, Mickey James has not lost a step. She showed that at TakeOver. And yes, she... in jeans. In jeans. She showed that... In she's basically been wrestling, you know, nonstop since she, I don't know, because I don't think she took a break. No, she had a child. So at one point she took a break, but she's still very good. And Becky Lynch is also very good. So this should be a very good match. We have Alexa Bliss without the soundbite because my phone turned off right now. Taking on Naomi for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I think it's time to put the belt on Naomi. Please do that. I said this a while ago. Your phone's going to need to be back on for 205 Live. It's back on. Okay. You just made the list. (laughs) Nailed it. She please put that belt on her. She deserves it. She's been around for a long time. She's improved so much. She fucking kicked Alexa in the face across a table and didn't even lean to do it. Agreed. It was fucking amazing. Confirmed that that happened. Like she does and she does a different type of entrance every single time she comes out and it's always on point perfect. Like oh man. Love her. Could you imagine if she, if her belt Glue, glowed in the dark. Yes. Glued. Yeah, somebody... Oh, man, who would I have this conversation with? That would be amazing. Somebody I had this conversation with, they're like, oh, they're going to make her belt glow in the dark. I think it was Dan, actually. That is legit, and that should happen. Um, although... It has, like, spinning plates on the side, and they light up. <laughs> me being me, I would not be disappointed if Alexa Bliss retained, but I think I would like to see Naomi hold the title for a little bit you know for fun 
We have um, the American Alpha taking on Heath Slater and Rhino, taking on Brizongo, taking on the Usos, taking on the Ascension, taking on the VOD villains in a, I don't know if it's elimination match. It was just like, fuck it. It's for the titles match. Uh, I'm going to assume American Alpha is going to retain. That's Could just you imagine me. if Brizongo had the belts, how fashionable those would be? I'd be fine with it. I would be so happy. They better be fuzzy. Fuzzy belts. Uh, Nikki Bella taking on Natalia, despite the kind of lackluster, I don't care about them, just Everything Natalia touches becomes lackluster. I think the match will be fun. I think it'll be a good match because, I mean, Natalia can wrestle. Yeah, she definitely can. Nikki did say that on the split screen thing. She was like, you can wrestle. You're one of the best wrestlers, but that's it. Yeah. That's literally And I went, um, you're right. (laughs) And then we have the main event, which is John Cena versus AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose versus The Miz versus Baron Corbin versus Bray Wyatt in a elimination chamber match for the WWE championship. Uh, I think Bray's winning this match. That is my boldest prediction. Your boldest prediction? What's your safest prediction? Cena retains. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So back to 205 Live. We uh, opened the show with a Mustafa Ali Arya Davari match. Because Tony Nese is injured. Oh, boo. I was looking forward to that. So uh, I actually enjoyed this match. I watched I, another Arya Davari match. I really, really, really enjoyed this match because. Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. You're going to need to push that again because he is deserves it twice. You just made the list. Uh, good looking dude. Uh, so I guess they're not being announced from the places that they were named in the Cruiserweight Classic anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. What? They're saying that they're from Chicago and Minneapolis now instead of um, Karachi, Pakistan and Iran. Oh. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like some yeah, fucking w- asshole is going to be like, these guys are from Pakistan. You should deport them. They're already getting that daily. I I, I know. Think some, Must- have, do you follow Mustafa Ali on Twitter? I do Twitter? not. I think Arya Davari was like, yeah, I get this shit on the daily. It Mustafa Ali me. is like high class on Twitter. Yeah. Like he's just such a classy dude. But he's so fucking good. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like he's blatantly more entertaining and impressive. Like you can't ignore him. Like you, he will capture your attention because he's so graceful yeah. and so smooth with with the way he moves. Like, I think Corey said something where he was like, "And here comes Ari Davari with one of the finest frog splashes." And I went, "That is the that is there was it nothing like shit. there was nothing fine about that frog splash. It was fucking disgusting." But Mustafa Ali has one of the most beautiful high kicks I've seen in a really long time. Like. They're so like they're the closest thing we'll get to a Naomi in the cruiserweight division. That lariat, yeah, holy balls, holy balls. I'm just gonna. I it was it was amazing. I had to watch it twice actually, even though they did do replays of it. But I'm gonna go it ahead. Was a good and, match. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that aside from Noam Dar, Mustafa Ali is easily probably my favorite cruiserweight on the roster. Like he has yet to disappoint me. Good choice. Like, he has yet to disappoint me. Like, his performance is consistently amazing. 
So yeah, that match was really good despite it being against um, Arya Davari, Sheamus, Sheamus uh- <laughs> of the Cruiserweights. <laughs> We had Lince Dorado taking on the Brian Kendrick. Uh, Who was channeling his inner mandala coloring book. Yes. I thought, yeah, very. I was like, huh? <laughs> it was a coloring book. It was. But, I mean, I, I thought it looked all right. Um, it was a match, you know. Remember when Lince Dorado was in the BDK? I that do. That was weird. I do remember that. I remember that a l- very, very well. And we will talk about Chikara here in a little bit. Oh, what? yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> We're going there. Um, Kendrick calls out Tozawa, but Tozawa doesn't come out. Tajiri comes out and Austin Aries him is such a shit starter. With the mist. The mist. The the it looks like what Mountain Dew? Yes. Um <laughs> Main event, though. I really liked this two oh five live, not it because was there very was good. not because I got to watch Mustafa Ali twice. So we had the main event, which was to determine the number one contender to face new Nasty Neville at Fast Lane. I really liked this because I did not know who was going to win going I into didn't it. I either. I had a feeling, and my feeling was correct, but because of how they've been booked recently, I had a between two, and one of them was right. But... If I could somehow get my hands on a Noam Dar-esque jacket, I would cosplay him so hard you don't even know. Like, I've mastered the Noam Dar. The stop kissing your hand. That was my favorite when Oscar oh, yes. was like, stop kissing your hand. <laughs> and then he was promptly eliminated after that. Well, so, and then he was just lying on the ground, and I went, "Why is he?" Oh, never mind. So the main event was uh, Noam Dar <laughs> taking on Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali versus TJP versus the gentleman Jack Gallagher. Um, I, I loved Morrow losing his mind at Corey's Seattle Supersonics reference. Like, was he, that not amazing? He just was like, like I think his brain almost exploded. I think that's why he couldn't decide what kind of match we were watching. <laughs> yes. Because yes. Austin Aries was like, no, that's not what we're watching. Get your head in the game, Morrow. And Corey also got a Pearl, uh, a Pearl Jam reference yes. in there. The, he slipped uh, several hipster references it was, in there. It was fucking great. I really enjoyed this match. It was just... A, it was so good. It was the best kind of clusterfuck. Yeah, because there, there was so many flippy little guys. Yeah. Like, if, if cats were wrestlers. Yes, if cats were wrestlers. And I'm thinking specifically of just... <laughs> of just Cedric Alexander just diving out of nowhere over the top rope. And then I think, I can't remember who he landed on. I think it was like Mustafa Ali who was like on. There was a lot of like double decker yeah. like tackles going on. And it was just, Mustafa Ali is just light years ahead in terms of how smooth he is in his performance. Like he eats shit with so much grace. Have you noticed how many yeah. times he, like it was like, I think somebody described it as like a head on like, car crash and he did it so gracefully and i was like how often do you see that yeah like you you're like oh fuck that hurt but yet in this at the same time you're like oh he landed that so gracefully you know he's fine kind of thing but still like so good uh last two men are tjp and jack gallagher and jack gallagher ends up getting the win i think my i feel like we need to have an austin Aries quote of the week now that's fair because I know we've been, we've been lagging on our Corey Grace quote of the week, but we can't really have it because he had so much. He's not doing the same show as Mojo anymore. 
and he doesn't Very have to true. talk shit about Elias Sampson, which is like the, the quotes you get the most. But I think Austin Aries said, I just want to point out that the gentleman is the like the only one who used a foreign object in this match. <laughs> True. <laughs> and he did it when it was all silent he's like i would i would just like to point out that because he just does not like jack gallagher no he does not it was just it was just weird seeing noam dar and jack gallagher in the ring at the same time and then just going jack gallagher his last name is kind of named after oasis oasis noam dar is oasis noam dar's gimmick is liam gallagher just saying if anybody got that reference, fucking fantastic. Good for you. But I was wondering why he was outside on the ground. I was like, why is he still there? And then it suddenly hit me. Like, who did you think was going to win? I thought TJP was going to win. I thought that at first I was like Cedric Alexander. And then I went, no, because they're hyping up Jack Gallagher like crazy. Like he's totally over. Yeah. And then it was Jack Gallagher. And I was like, okay, I, think, I can see it. I think we're saving Cedric Neville for mania. Yeah, because that's going to be fucking bonkers. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Fucking bonkers. Uh, yeah, so Jack Gallagher wins and is the new number one contender to the Cruiserweight Championship. So. Do you think the villains are looking at Jack Gallagher and going, why didn't we think of that? I have no idea what they're thinking right now. Nothing, probably. Simon Gotch is probably going, I have a pretty sick mustache, but that's pretty much all I have to offer. I really, dabba li- do. I really like him as a wrestler, but they're just going nowhere. He does he does some great stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about Chikara, shall we? Okay. We're gonna be here for ten hours. <laughs> we're not gonna talk we're not gonna talk too long about it. They had National Pro Wrestling Day on Saturday, last yes. Saturday. Yes. And we crowned a new Young Lions Cup. I haven't watched the event yet, but it was a Space Monkey. Who is great. Yeah, we had seen Space Monkey before. Like before he was even in Chicago. Right. Yes. And I believe during this, we found out that the upcoming season that is going to start is not season 17 because season 17 already happened. So we are, it's, it's such a Chikara thing to do. So season it's the third time time travels happened. Season seventeen it has Why already not? happened. So basically, what we're doing is at at National Pro Wrestling Day, we got the reveal that Ultramantis Black has the Grand Championship. We don't know if he's won it or if he's stole stolen it. So season seventeen's already happened. Being like, you can look at that and then have it. It's almost like we started a clean slate and we don't have to. Um, they recorded it secretly. Apparently, I don't know how, what? but they did it. I've watched the Fucking first quack and push you crazy person. I've watched the first three episodes of it. You can binge watch it. They're releasing it. I think three episodes at a time. I'm so confused. So I'm like full back in on Chikara. If you if you have not watched Chikara, you're going to find yourself saying that a lot. I so, am so confused. Yeah, but it, not in a bad way. No, no, no. Never in a bad way. But um, yeah, because it, it will all make sense in the end. So Chikara did something cool again, and here we are. Not as cool as before when you they were fucking blowing your mind. I remember. Well. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll see. I, I wonder if time travel is involved somehow in this, but we'll figure it out. It has to be. How yeah. many times have they used that? A lot. This would be three times, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Sochikara. There well, you go. well, one of them it wasn't actually used, but they used it as kind of a, a plot device teaser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the first time. Okay, so let's get to uh, questions, shall we? I feel like there were a bunch. Probably. I'm going through um through our stuff here, and let me see. I have a question from someone. Okay. I Is... found I found it the one that I was looking for. Um. Oh wait, it just exited out, so I have to find it again. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Was it? Do you think NXT would be better off using Ciampa and Gargano as single stars instead of a tag team? Y- yes. Uh, right now, uh, I don't think so. But I don't think they have enough by themselves yet. In the future, yes, I can totally see that. Um, I think Gargano is posed to be a superstar, but I might Gotta be get little, out! I might be a little biased. Did you see my tweet? I did. He liked it. Excellent. Good. I was hoping he would see it. I posted a gift that I had made of Shane Matthews just screaming Gargano in a Chikara. Yeah. Uh, promo where they're talking about fist and then I think like Scott Parker was like Johnny Gargano and then Shane Matthews just screams Gargano and so every time I see Johnny Gargano I think of it like that and that's honest like that tweet is like the realest thing I've ever tweeted (laughs) (laughs) that's a lie all of the harassment I do to Tim Donst is true (sighs) let's see we got some more questions here um Dan asks... Um, Hi, Dan. Hello, Dan. Inspired by Talking Smack last night, what are the best and worst tag team names you can think of? Considering uh, that neither of us watched it, but we can take that and run with it. The best and worst tag team names I've heard? In WWE or just in general? I feel like Lowdown was a pretty bad one, Dan. That was um, D'Lo Brown and um, Chaz. That one was pretty bad. I feel, hmm, are we talking just in general? Yeah. I feel like there's some really bad ones. I think Sea Donsters is really bad. That's a pretty bad one. Sorry, Tim. Um, That was Hydra and Tim Donst. What else? Although it was a pun, it was just painful. I don't know. I can't really think of any uh, other ones. Best tag team names? Um, Hollywood Blondes. Which is uh, Brian Pillman and Steve Austin. I really like... Um, oh, fuck. What are they called? Old Fashioned. Old Fashioned's a good one. Uh, or Fist, even though they hated that name. <laughs> Friends in Similar Tights, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites. Um, oh, what's another one? Oh, God. Um, Officer and a Gentleman, but That's I'm biased. A That's a great one. Team Tremendous is a great Team Tremendous. Team. Oh, my God. Dan Barry, you're the best. I'm really blanking on tag team names. But. Yeah, I am, too. I wish I would have. Yeah. I I really like Fist, though, and I know they hate that one. That's a good one. I fucking love Fist. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Courtney asks... Can we talk say, about how great or just I am? Has discuss how amazing I am. Uh, Courtney's one of my favorite people on this planet Earth. I said that was a given, and that's pretty much all I have to say about Courtney. Courtney, you were so fucking good when you were in for me for the second night of the European Championship. Yes, that I was, was a or lot the of UK fun. Championship. I was dying 
It when was you were talking time. about Pete Dunne and Mark Andrews, I was dying. And we connect on fan fiction levels. So I know that I know that oh, I can be. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, I just I really enjoy talking to you, Courtney, and you too, Keith, even though Keith tends to not Keith. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to scream it in there because I can be I like people that I can be shameless around. Like I'm I can be very shameless, shameless around. around Courtney. Oh, I'm extremely shameless because now that I know what I can get away with around Keith and Courtney, I will just go on and say it and do not care. But then again, I tend to not care anyways. But yeah, Courtney, you're pretty sick. I want you to paint my face. Or as oh. the drag queen say, beat my face. Um, that would be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Hopefully, if Chikara hasn't planned anything for All-Star Weekend, because I know Keith wants to come out for All-Star Weekend, and I really want to go, and you should come out too, and that would be fucking awesome. When is that, in March? I believe it's in March. If it's the date that I think it is, that is the weekend of my birthday. Oh, okay. And so that would be fucking amazing if I know, we could do that. I know she's thinking of coming out here when New Japan runs those shows. So Ooh. We will see. Ooh. Dominic asks. Dominic I don't know with if, a K. I don't know if he really asks a question. Oh, he, no, he doesn't probably. Um, is Paige still employed uh, to get this movie done by Dwayne over? Um, so The Rock, I don't know if you heard this, is teaming I, I up. I thought you were going to say, I don't know if you heard of him. I don't know if you've heard of The Rock. <laughs> he was no, enlighten a WWF me. superstar, a third generation back in the... No, I'm not doing this. Um <laughs> His his production company is teaming up with WWE Films to do a feature film about Paige's family, like the which British they already family. had. They already had. They had like the documentary about. They had it. like a reality TV show in England. So they're gonna do like a, a full. Has anyone feature. watched that question? If European people that, report back to us. Okay. So yeah, they're gonna do a full length feature, and they got a bunch of people cast already and it sounds like it's going to be a cool thing and that's going to be a real hot mess we'll see i mean it could be very good uh the other thing i just read and i don't even know why wwe would go forward with this because pain is just their pain page is being such a pain in the ass is what i meant to say um i my brother-in-law sent me a article that has page saying like yeah i'm gonna be trained to be an mma fighter she doesn't know what she wants. So, she can't decide. I, I don't know what's going on. That being said, her entrance music is probably one of my favorites. That's a great entrance music. It's I really fucking enjoy it. great. I love it. It's so good. Um, Nick asks, Charlotte will be champion forever. So, oh, won't be champion forever. So who's next? It's Goldberg a good question, is Nick. next. No. <laughs> Oh um, my god! I'm gonna assume Bailey's gonna win the championship. That, that belt would probably fit Goldberg though, because Lord would. knows it's too big for any of the women. I know, right? I'm. I feel like Bailey will will probably win on Monday. So I'm just sure it as a headband. I'm gonna say Bailey will be next. Let's because see. Because you know Charlotte can't win on Mondays. No. Nick also asks, uh, "What is the largest land animal you could take on in a fight?" Were you watching Officer and a Gentleman? Because I feel like that's a question they asked Matt Riddle, and he talked about Komodo dragons. And it was great. He talked about how he would take down a bear, like, in step by step, and then he said something about Komodo dragons, and then Chuck Taylor, like, lost it. I honestly (laughs) don't know if I would want to fight an animal, to be honest with you. 
if I had to fight one land animal, I don't want to fight a dog. I don't really want to fight a cat. I don't um, want to fight an animal in general. I don't feel like fighting an animal. You get your ass kicked by a kangaroo. Yeah. Because that's something they did in an episode of the Mighty Boosh once. The largest land animal you could take in a fight. I mean, I assume I could probably take a cat, but I don't want to like, I don't want to fight a cat. I already don't like cats for the most part. I feel like that's enough of a fight. Yeah. So. I own a lot of cat, like, clothing and stuff for somebody who doesn't own a cat cats tend to not well then again all the cats that i've ever like been around have hated me but they've all just been mean cats and my mom's allergic so i can't have a cat anyways but i'll have to get used to it if i'm gonna marry tim donst that's the third time i've no fourth time i've dropped his name catching up for all the times i've missed wonderful wunderbar did I say that right, Dominic? I'm trying to find. I know we had one more question. Oh, it wasn't a question, wasn't it? It was, was it just snarky? Holland saying Pete fucking Dunn just talk about him. And what did I say underneath that? Is if like, we don't we do don't do that enough already. Um, what has Pete Dunn been up to other than being fucking awesome? I don't know. He's gonna fight. Um, well, I did just finish watching a. Uh, progresses event. I watched a lot of wrestling on Saturday night, Sunday morning. I watched ten hours of wrestling. Holy fuck! <laughs> so I watched the three Chikara events. I watched. How could you watch that much Chikara in one sitting? I did. I binge watched it. I watched all three of them. See that? That's one thing about Chikara is that you. It is completely binge watchable because there's more than just matches going on. It's like a complete storyline that you're like, okay, I really need to fucking figure this out. Or you'll watch one and be confused, and then keep watching them until you're not confused anymore. I feel like that's done on purpose. So I watched. But yeah, Pete Dunn's fucking awesome. Courtney did say something about she was like, Pete Dunn is really attractive and he's not even my type. And I was like, this is the truest tweet I've ever seen. But he's my type. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wendell asked he want he wanted me to make predictions for um, the new beginning in Osaka, which is this weekend. But okay, so I watched the three. The three Chikara events, I watched a Progress event, and then I watched New Japan's New Beginning um, from Sapporo, uh, which was pretty good. The main event was Minoru Suzuki versus Kazuchika Okada. It was pretty good. Uh, Okada ended up winning to the shock of many. Was that sarcasm? No, it was not. I thought I thought Suzuki was going to... Just kick the shit out of him. So he wanted me to predict the the outcome to the... He said there's four title matches. There's actually six title matches. There's oh, six titles. Oh! Nobles is going to get their Los. In rematch for the Never Openweight Six-Man Championship. Los. Against um, that air guitar-playing ass, Hiroshi Tanahashi. And two other people I don't care about. Actually, Nakanishi's pretty cool. He's just like an old grandpa dude who just beats the shit out of people. And then there's Taguchi. And is he's it a like a is shit. it like a drunken kind of yeah? Okay. Um, is it Jackie Chan? Uh, no. If anyone was Jackie Chan, it'd be Taguchi. But anyway, I think L- Taguchi. <laughs> I, think, I think Lij gets those titles back. We have. Um, the progress or not progress it's the rev pro heavyweight the british heavyweight championship 
between Shibata and Will Ospreay. Shibata. Shibata Nada. Uh, I think Shibata's going to retain, and God, I hope Will Ospreay makes it out alive with this match. Um, I think uh, Killer Elite Squad retain or regains the IWGP Tag Team Championship match. Um, Takahashi versus Dragon Lee. I think that's going to be a sweet fucking match, and I'm going to say the ticking time bomb, which is what he says every time he's shown on camera, will retain his championship. Then we have the main event, which is Michael Elgin taking on Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I have a really sick feeling that Michael Elgin is going to... Big Mike is going to win this match. Will that make you sad because Naito... I'm always sad when Naito loses. Look at my pens leaking. I was wondering why your hand was covered in ink, well, but I didn't know. question it. Now we know. Because I figured John works hard. It's probably from all the working he does. Yeah, it's, that second, was a serious thought it's I second had. job. Serious thought I oh, had. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> wow, that is just a mess. Yeah, John oh, is well. like spitting ink over here. Ew, it's everywhere. Eh, Okay. Whatever. Is that it? You got anything else? Um, There's um, FIP this weekend and Style Battle on FlowSlam.tv. You should check that shit out. There's going to be a show. Um, well, obviously, I'm going to the APW show with Jaren. Sup, Jaren. Um, and then after that is obviously the PWG show, which is on a Saturday. Yes. Which I believe it's on a Saturday because Zack Sabre Jr. was booked at APW for that Friday. Oh. Yeah, so that's why it's on Saturday, if people are wondering. Because uh, APW is probably like, no, suck it. But what is it? APW is doing something new now. Oh, you said the they were Cow going Palace. to the Cow Palace. Fuck yes. Um, there's a Pro Wrestling Revolution show sometime in February towards the end. Um, why can't I go to that Cow Palace show? I feel like I was like, I can't go to that show. Yeah, you you can't go, but I, it's your birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and I right. and you said that if Chuck Taylor was somehow booked, that I would be excused from birthday weekend festivities. The yes. only the only reason that that would ever happen because I go where Chuck Taylor goes. Um, all hail Chuck Taylor. But uh, there's yeah, there's the uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution show, and I th- I feel like th- do they have Pentagon? Who is it that they have? Uh, they they have uh, Ultima Dragon. Ult- no, because they've had Ultima Dragon before. It's somebody else. They have Kikataro, and then they have, I don't remember, but they have a show, uh, more shit and things, but yeah, a lot of lo- local stuff going on, so if you're in the Bay Area or anything like that, you should definitely keep up with that, because I will try and be there, even if John has nerd things to do, so yeah, this was Tangent Cast. Oh, because I'm going to Gallifrey next week. Uh, we will not have an episode next week because I will be gone. What's the date for next week? What do you mean? Like, when would we be recording? No, no, no. Like, what is... Is PWG next weekend? Yes. Okay. Gallifrey I'm getting very scared as it gets closer. Weekend, which is where I will be. So I'll be in LA too. Huh. Yep. Fun times. Yes, Anyways. Indeed. Tangent cast. <laughs> so that's it for us this week. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JP Thrice, and you can do the same for Marianne at Sailor Moonsalt and Sailor Dot 
Moon salt. You could subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Uh, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out to Finally North. They do our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. We would appreciate it. Support TTR and all of the other Night of the Living Geeks podcasts. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Just donate a dollar, guys. We would we appreciate everything that anyone gives us. A huge shout out to Chris at Brazilian underscore Fury, who um, is our newest Patreon and also follows me on Instagram now. We are Instagram friends. So he can see all of my stupid, shitty posts. I don't pay attention to who follows me on Instagram as long as Chuck Taylor still follows me. And Dan Barry. There you go. You That's heard all it. that matters. You heard it here first, folks. All of you guys can go fuck yourselves. Because Chuck Taylor if follows me on only, Instagram. If only two people follow Marianne, she would be fine with it. No. That's what I took from it. No. Alt facts. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, Chris, I feel like we stayed up way too late and talked about New Japan, which is always great. God bless the pro grabs and everything else sucks. So that's Except it. Except that chicken taco. Except that chicken taco, which we forgot to talk about on Yakety Cast. And I'm, I'm very surprised. Sad. But I will bring it up next week. So uh, join us again. Um, not next week. But the week after that... Never again. Never again. <laughs> um, and there's only one thing left to do, so man, if you will... Ring the bell, yeah? Body guy, yeah? Yeah.